0: hi everyone it's me Priyanka what's my name today on the show I take your calls and give you some good 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 advice I talk about how amazing my fandom is because y'all are freaking amazing and I also talk to Bussy Queen and ask her some challenging questions about why they think they're the expert on judging drag race wow Uh, we have that plus so much more here on Famous This Week told me to get to work, so that's exactly what I'm doing. Hi, everyone, and all my little listeners. It's Priyanka, and it's time for Famous This Week. Now, before we get started, I would like to thank all of you for making this pod so amazing. As I've opened up about my my, my life, as the pod progress, I, I get so many great reviews and emails, phone calls, tweets, and DMs about the pod, so it makes me so happy. Actually, um, my producer, Joseph Shepard, who is incredible, sent me this one. Uh, today that I read and I was like oh my god so I was on episode 41. I can't believe it's been that many episodes of this podcast. They said that they're a new subscriber and this was a great episode because the conversation about my boyfriend was so fascinating. As a POC myself and dating someone of a different race and skin color, I get similar comments from the same from people of my same race asking why I'm dating who I'm dating. I could never put it into words, but your explanation was spot on. Thank you for your insight and your guest was good to bounce off with. That was my friend Victor. Uh, I have to apologize um, for having been an avid Listener, but I never subscribed until now. <laughs> Keep up the great content and have a great day. Like that shit, I love it. It makes I love you all so much, and I really, really love being candid on this podcast because I feel like that's why we all get along. So I know I didn't talk to Joseph about this. I feel like we have a guest coming up very soon uh, to talk about Drag Race and 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 being famous and all that stuff. But maybe, maybe we do a voicemail and a call to kick off this podcast. Joseph, what do you think? I think Joseph agrees. Okay, we're gonna pull up. We're gonna pull up a voicemail. We're gonna kick this thing off with a call. We've never done this before. This is very special. Um, but sometimes I talk to my guests so long that we we don't have time to squeeze in phone calls. So I'm doing it right now because I want to call y'all because you're my guest too. Okay, we're pulling it up as we speak. Please hold.
1: Miss Alavine, Ignis Queen, I'm about to get in the drag scene. Only 23, but that don't mean that I'm young. Only 5'4", but that don't mean I ain't hung. You can't tell because I'm looking pretty like civil engineer by day, driver queen by night. That's why I know a little something about rocks. And I know a little something about cops. I stopped dropping wall because it's fire. Unlike Shakira, my hips is a liar. Pushing and pulling like a plate tectonic. Getting them brains like my name is Sonic. I'm so exclusive. I'm an illusion. I'm that type of hoe that make you think how you do this. I ain't underground. I'm exclusive. Bumming so fast, it's amusing. I'm a super continent. I'm a theory, even intoxicated. I think clearly if you're super incompetent, don't get near me, don't fuck with that dumb shit. I'm too pretty. Enough playing around, enough being clever, Time to talk about my life without a single mother. Now I'm a scholar, in it for the dollar. That's why I work my ass off, like there's no tomorrow. I don't believe in destiny, but I know it's up to me to hear my legacy and save my family. I'm Miss Olivine. Igni is
0: queen. Love you, Priyanka. Wait, I'm fucking dead. Did we do a prompt last week asking for rap verses? Because that was fucking iconic. Olivine Queen. Oh, she picks it up. What a fucking icon. Because I have a I have a proposition for her. Olivine Queen. Olivine Queen. Olivine Queen. It's Priyanka. Hello. No. Miss Alavane Queen. Can you hear me? It's Miss Alabang Queen. Like Shakira, my hips don't lie.
1: Oh, oh my God.
0: <laughs> okay, I'm obsessed. You're a straight-up rapstress. Lemon is shaking.
1: Oh, my God. Girl, I'm at work, and I'm so excited that you called.
0: Where do you work? I'm an engineer at
1: a land development company in um, San Ramon.
0: You better fucking work. You're making that real coin. You're making that real coin. Okay, so I called you because you're the greatest rapper ever. I have a proposition for you. If I send you the instrumental to come through, would you do that verse over it and we could play it on the show next week? Oh my fucking God, yes. Yeah. Ah, okay. Um, 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 I think we have an email. What's our email, Joseph? FamousThisWeek at gmail.com, I think. Okay, email FamousThisWeek at gmail.com, your details. We're going to forward you a clip of the instrumental, the same instrumental that Lemon rapped over, and you are going to send us back a recording of you doing it over the beat. Do you copy that? By Monday. Yes,
1: I do.
0: By Monday.
1: Okay, I copy it. I'll get it
0: done. Okay, well, you go back to work. I'll go back to podcasting. I love you so much. Thank you for being the best rapper ever. Oh, my God, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> I love you. Bye. Bye. That's so iconic. Oh, my God. That was so fun. Miss Alavine. Miss Alavine. Okay, let's do one more voicemail before we kick it to break and invite our new, not our new, sorry, our new, our, new, our next guest. No, our guest of today day. It's Bussy Queen, but that's coming up soon. Uh, also, if you ever want to call me, the number is... 6619776855 that's six6619776855. You could ask for uh, um, advice. You can just tell me something you want to tell me. Whatever you need, I'm here to answer it for you. Let's listen to this next voicemail.
2: Hi Priyanka, it's Sarah. Um, I really need some advice and you give great advice on the podcast. So I thought I would call you and get your opinion. Um, I'm at a point in my life where I think it's time for me to move out of my mom's house and not live with my family anymore, but it's also really scary to me because I don't know if I'm ready. Um, I feel kind of stuck in my life and I think that's like a step I need to take in order to grow and find myself, but it's stressing me out. Um, I don't have a lot of friends here, you know, Edmonton, scary, but, um, I don't know if it's going to make me feel more lonely or if it's going to. Help me push my life in the right direction. Um, yeah, so I guess my question for you is, how did you feel moving out of your parents' house for the first time? Uh, did you move out too soon? Did you, like, stay too long? And how did it help you grow into, like, who you are now? Um, yeah, I would love to hear your opinion. Uh, let me know. And, yeah, thanks. Uh, see you soon. Bye.
0: I'm a caller up. I'm like, hello, you've been evicted from your home. I'm just okay. Sarah, 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 Sarah. Hello. Hello, Sarah. It's Priyanka. Hi. Oh, my God. What's up, Bessie? How are
2: you?
0: I'm good. I'm recording the podcast right now. and heard your um, voicemail about you uh, wanting to move out of your house. Yeah. Like, get out, leave right now. It's the end of you and me.
2: Well, I love my mom Mommy But I don't know
0: Where are you That's with your name. mom right now? in like in She's in the room? She's in the
2: house, yeah Okay, well we
0: can't talk too loud Like, do, does she know you want to move out?
2: No, I went to my room
0: Okay, yeah, good, good We can't tell her all the tea <laughs> We can't tell her all the tea, Sarah A Nice try No um, Okay, well, first of all, where are you from? Hmm? Where are you from?
2: Edmonton
0: <gasps> That's the Sarah Bradley? Sarah, what the fuck? You didn't even say you talked to me like I was a stranger in the voicemail. Well,
2: I said my name and where I was from.
0: Hello, this is Sarah. And I want to move out of my house. Like you could you can like say it's Sarah, like it's Sarah, 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 like the Sarah.
2: Well, I thought maybe you would know, but my name is too basic.
0: Yeah, you are a basic white woman. What'd you expect?
2: (laughs) Sorry.
0: Oh my okay, well, first of all I miss you. I can't wait to see you next month. This month? Next month. I
2: know. April tenth and
0: eleventh. April tenth and eleventh. We're party girls, probably just crying and sobbing in mm-hmm. each other's arms as per usual. Oh my god, know, I'm obsessed I'm so with you. Excited.
1: Yeah. Okay,
0: so. so let me tell you some tea about moving out. Okay. So like when I first moved out, it was when I was 18 to go to Niagara College, as you know. But Mm -hmm. I like I remember like it was my mom's idea to be like, oh, like, yeah, you like if you want to move away for school, like, let's make it somewhere a little bit further from in Whippy where you live so that like you Mm -hmm. can like it's more justifiable to like your dad. So like we're not like moving to Toronto for no reason when you live an hour away. Mm -hmm. so then I remember when they left like they dropped me off in college and they left me to like unpack myself or whatever like I remember being like like I remember crying because it was such a weird it's a weird feeling thinking that like you don't live with your parents anymore and I've met your mom like you have a really good relationship and she's super chill and whatever but like part of me also believed that like okay yeah I should definitely like get out on my own to like learn and grow Mm -hmm. yeah after college, I went, so, okay, so my first year of college, I actually, like, drove home every single weekend to be at home with my parents because I, like, miss oh, wow. them so much. But then as the years went on, I, like, really appreciated being alone and living apart from them where I kind of started going home less. Mm-hmm. Um, And then I moved back after college before I moved to Toronto. And when I moved back home after college, I was like, okay, like, I was kind of in the similar state where you are, where I was like, okay, I feel like if I stay here, I'm going to be stuck here. Yeah. So I think that like, it's important to like, first of all, like it's obviously expensive to live on your own, but that aside, like experience and life wise, like you just need, you just do so much more soul searching when you live alone. Like you, like you just like learn how to fend for yourself in a different way. Like parents are going to spoil you. Um, yeah. parents are gonna like you know be, be in your business know when and where you're going and all that stuff mm-hmm. so I think that it is important for you to take that leap if you want if you're ready to soul search if you're I'm not ready. ready to soul search I'm ready. like let me say something you will learn some crazy shit about yourself
2: which I want, I like, I want to do that step in my life, but I'm like so hesitant because I'm like I'm comfortable with where I'm where I am and what I have, and it's scary. The future's scary.
0: Yeah, it's like it's very like alarming how being successful means pushing yourself off many cliffs. Mm-hmm. But I've met you before, and you are a very smart person, kind-hearted, beautiful. So you'll get the Aww. good things that come your way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah And as you know Like you just have to keep Working hard to To get your shit together And and it'll happen Yeah exactly Sarah I love you Thank you for calling Uh,
2: I love you more
0: Also while we were talking A song came on my Like Alexa Oh
1: What song
0: was it? I don't know Some weird indie song Sway anyways maybe it's about your life hopefully it's not hopefully it's not like a scary song um anyways okay i love you thank you call love again you. next time let us know your updates of, of your life and i'll okay. see you next month
2: yeah i can't wait to see you
0: oh I, mean, I can't wait either you're the best
2: very soon okay
0: bye i love you bye i love you bye oh my god i love that like you, my fucking my fans are the greatest that's that's what this whole segment was about my fans being the fucking best in the whole wide world coming up next on Famous this week we're going to be talking to Bussy Queen that is the queen that knows all the tea about drag race the drama and likes to rate things and I I put her to the test herself so make sure you stay tuned to Famous this week we got more on the way Hey everyone and welcome back to Famous This Week. I'm joined by the biggest bussy I know. <laughs> You've watched her videos on YouTube to get the tea on the Drag Race girls and she's here to chat up with me, it's Bussy
3: Queen. Hi ugly, it's me, bussy, bussy. How are you? Thank you so much for having me here. Honestly, I would
0: do anything for you. I would, wow. I would take my skin off my bones and mail it to you. Oh my God. That's um would you would you would you sign for the package?
3: <laughs> Is it dripping the blood still or did you like properly dry and like cure the blood like taxidermy style?
0: No, it's dripping. It has <laughs> to be wet. It has to be wet. Perfect. Actually,
3: that's like... that, yeah, that's exactly what I was hoping the answer was actually. This great. Yeah, so sure.
0: You need my blood, sweat, and tears in order to feel, like, loved. You know, as 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 queer people, we don't know it unless it's, like, super, like, really thrown in our face. And if it was dry, you'd be like, what is this, bacon, you know? I don't
3: feel loved unless I'm wrapping the skin of a drag race sweater around my body for warmth. <laughs> <laughs> and that's... And that's the interview, everyone.
0: Thank you so much. And have a great night. Okay, so we are talking to you because you're famous this week, okay? Like, you are famous. You're you're famous every week. Like, you have these YouTube recap and, like, tea videos. You dive into the drama that is, you know, my life, essentially. All your videos are about me. Um, <laughs> so I want to know, this is kind of a boring question, but I think it might come with a cool story. Like, why did you actually start?
3: Um, well, let me clarify first. I think I'm I'm very flattered that you are referring to me as famous, although I don't consider myself very famous. Why? Um, well, I'm just like a, you know, YouTuber, just like a, I'm like a Z list YouTuber. I don't think so. Maybe one day, maybe one day. You're a, you know what? You're a little lying fucker. I'll take the, I'll take the uh, title of rising star
0: I would say rising star for sure but people know who you are people rely on you for information like you have solidified this like slot in our world
3: so like you should be proud of yourself you're famous thank you um i really appreciate that how did i start that was your question right how did i start how did i get here how did i get here often i look back and i'm like how the fuck did i get here (laughs) because i'm serious seriously it's like a strange fever dream because I would say at the end of 2018, I uploaded a YouTube video and then in 2019, I just kind of played around random BS. I was making like, like jokey ASMR videos in drag. I love that. Yeah. And it was just like my way of playing around with both wanting to make content and be on YouTube and also wanting to like try drag. Um, And then that actually coupled with eventually I started doing some like local gigs and stuff and like doing some. You know, more and more videos. And then finally, I did this uh, Hot or rot series, which I originally started reviewing Dragula season three with. Wow. So that was the end of 2019. And then rolling into 2020, of course, we all know the pandemic hit, which...
0: Yes. You heard it here first, actually. Everyone.
3: I'm so sorry to tell you that we've been in a pandemic for the past two years. she's
0: so. always spilling the tea. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs>
3: Latest hot tea. Um, so the pandemic hit and I found myself with more free time, as I'm sure a lot of people did. And I was already doing this thing on the side with like a nine to five job. And I just dove into it even deeper. And then I started reviewing actual actually reviewing drag race. And then you know how many seasons have been released since 2020. It's just been nonstop work pretty much for the past two years that I've now been making YouTube videos like full time
0: i have a question yeah as the interviewer i surprisingly have a question here (laughs) i might have
3: an answer if you're nice do you
0: still like drag race
3: wow yeah um i I do very much still love drag race the tv show yes but that's good i have friends who uh work in
0: sports and they hate sports because they've been in sports for too long you know what i mean like when it's weird when like your hobby becomes work i think that's like the weirdest transition from being an entertainer it's like oh wait now i have to talk about drag race but you seem to still like it
3: um i there is a part of me very much that understands what you're saying about that because many times i will find myself clocking out, you know, after writing and recording a video. And then one of my friends texts me or calls me and says, Hey, girl, what did you think about that latest episode? Yeah. And I said, (laughs) I just spent the past two hours talking about it and the previous 10 hours researching for it. I don't want to talk about it. It's so yeah,
0: I totally get it. It's like, it's almost like what people in your life as a YouTuber content creator don't understand is like the things you talk about online take you a long time to make so that like in normal conversation, you don't really want to talk about it. It's like the secret alliance you have with your online subscribers almost.
3: Yeah. And that is an interesting conversation and relationship there too, because it, it's parasocial in a lot of ways also. Um, whereas like you, you know, your subscribers get a lot from you and you don't necessarily get so much back from them on a personal level. Yeah, we're also
0: riddled with imposter syndrome, so we don't even think anyone's ever watching, like, ever. I, I know. I
3: Someone someone asked me the other day, they were like, so do you get nervous, like, when you upload a video because, like, hundreds of thousands of people are watching it? And, I'm, and I was just, like... Almost shocked. You're like, oh, right. Oh, right. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, it, it works way better to just... Not even think about it. I publish to, av- yeah, to avoid. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Whoever watches it watches it. Great.
0: That's the way to do it. Because ultimately, like, the reason why content creation is so beautiful is because, like, you're doing it for you. I always find the posts that I post where I'm like, oh, like, I want likes or I want comments or I this is going to do whatever. Those are the ones that always do the worst. Mm-hmm. The ones that I'm like, I'm just going to post this because I don't give a fuck. Th- pops oh. off. Vibrant. Why? Why? What is
3: that? What is that phenomenon? Because I see it too with my stuff. I
0: think that like being a reality TV show contestant for me and people falling in love with like the off the cuff version of me, like if I'm too manicured, people are like that yeah, inauthentic. Who cares?
3: They're like, uh oh, the some, something's off. The robot Priya's taken over. The corporate yeah. corporate vibes. We don't like this.
0: The cor- the corporate fit. <laughs> um but uh i actually shot this amazing campaign yesterday
3: like can you say for who
0: i don't think so i think it comes out after your episode Ooh,
3: too big and secret but it's like
0: humongous and i was like this feels amazing anyways that was just a side note for you to know that's the tea bitch wow that's the tea Um,
3: next video priyanka's secret campaign
0: (gasps) priyanka's secret campaign everyone's like who cares
3: so i have a question (laughs) for you okay
0: I keep saying that before every question. I have a question for you. Do the queens ever get offended by your opinions?
3: You would be probably a better uh, answer for that, actually.
0: I mean, I always get offended by everyone's opinions. Like when I see like my season, because I like because. It's like, you're like, yeah, like, obviously I'm amazing. My paper dress is the best dress I've ever worn. My Snatch Game was perfect. I am the most entertaining person in life. So when someone comes for me, I'm like, it's almost so shocking. It's like, oh, like, when you are the girl on the season. Um, But when I see you judging other drag queens, I'm like, I
3: don't know. You're like, get her, Jade.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So, like, do you, like, have you had any queens that have actually gotten upset or tried to reach out and be like, oh, you shouldn't have said that about me or...
3: So not specifically about my hot or rot views. No one has ever directly commented or said anything to me like, you're such a bitch, I can't believe you said that. I try to keep things on my review episodes specific in such a way that if I were hearing that same thing about me, I would be okay with it. And I, you know, I think it's just a careful line of 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 that nicety you know that you can provide somebody because at the end of the day like it is a tv show and i'm reviewing a tv show you know i'm not reviewing like a specific person's personality and world and like take on drag necessarily i'm reviewing a person's take on drag race and what they did for drag race the tv show and i think that that's where the line is
0: not saying this in an in an offensive way, because I love that you do what you do, and I'm a big fan of yours, but a lot of people who are, like, your haters would want to know what makes you the
3: expert. I would like to know who my haters are, because I haven't seen them. Joseph Shepard, the producer of the oh, show. Oh, girl, he's, on my, he's in my text inbox every day.
0: <laughs> oh, that's how i got that's how you book, that's how i booked the guests i'm just like talking to all the guys at joseph dms i'm like oh i got this other guest for you this other guest i'm like where are these men coming oh God, from no,
3: joseph Here is me. so great um what was your question
0: what makes you the expert oh i don't in like a not like yeah. not defensive way just like out of curiosity like is it because you're, you're like a super big fan is it because like you have an eye for this like or, or, or does it even matter? Do you have to be the expert to, to judge a drag
3: race episode? Um, so I definitely don't consider myself an expert on really anything that I'm talking about. I'm just so <laughs> I'm really just somebody who like enjoys TV and enjoys drag and enjoys drag race, both as a production and an art form. And I was actually looking at some tweets, uh, defending Nikki doll, uh, cause she was chosen to judge drag race France. Right. And everybody was wow. asking her like, Oh, what makes her qualified to judge? Yada, yada, yada. And I know Brooke dealt with that a little bit of that, uh, when she was asked to be a judge too. And Brooke replied to somebody about Nikki, I believe and was saying like, you know, if anyone that has been through this process is certified to judge, And I have not been through that process, but I also don't sit on the actual judging panel. I do watch TV and I think anybody watching TV is certified to critique it and have their opinions about it.
0: Yeah. And I would, uh, I would also like argue that like people that make these like review videos and like judge all of our looks like are very qualified to be on the panel of a drag race yeah, because they're the consumer. Like they know what a winner looks like. They know what a good lip sync looks like. You know what I'm saying? But so does Nicky doll. So does Brooklyn Heights. So does like whoever else is out there. Envy Peru and Pangina and all all these people. So, okay, before we go to break, I want to know and be careful how you answer this. Uh What is your favorite season of drag race and who is your favorite winner?
3: Oh, wow. Can I answer um, with an era of drag races? Definitely you can. Because in my brain, I I compartmentalize the drag race seasons and eras. And I think every like three seasons, especially in the first three, uh, one through three, four through six, seven through nine, each of those is so. They do. You're right. They have like their own little mm-hmm. era. You're so right. It's, it's a combination, I think, of like cultures and trends in drag and then also the way Hollywood works and all of that and my favorite era of drag race which is biased because it's tied up in nostalgia also would be seasons four through six and my favorite winner is jinx monsoon
0: oh i love that i, I love just her. bought uh, her her funko pop at the toy store the other day i found i it. love her i will
3: go out of my way she and ben just came through austin uh with their christmas show which I mean, I don't know. Is this a plug for their show? Maybe. But yeah, go it, see it. And they were so yeah, yeah. effing good. If they're still touring, I know they had some issues with that because of uh, pandemic stuff, but they were amazing.
0: I love it so much. Well, you didn't say me, so you are the weakest thing <laughs> to But anyways, uh, we're going to head to a quick break and we'll be back with more Bussy. We are sure, back, back, back again with our friend Bussy Queen. Now, Bussy, your latest video touches on something we all need to discuss. The tragedy, the tragedy, <laughs> we dead, the tragedy of season 14, Snatch Game.
3: Can, can we actually um, coin a strategy?
0: Strategy. It was a strategy all along.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so let's talk about it.
0: I mean, like I just asked you in the previous thing, what makes you the expert? I should not be talking about game. <laughs> so um So, um, okay. So let me. So okay, 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 okay. What do you What do you think? What do you give me your thoughts? Can I Can,
3: can I hear you do? Can I, Can I hear you do it? I call hate me you. Now? Can I get Can I hear it?
0: <laughs> uh, call me now. I honestly I didn't. Okay, let me tell you something. Let's talk about stash game for a, se- a second. I'm so mad. (laughs) I am so angry. I, I, Snatch Game is one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. And I've, I've taken it up my ass before. Like Snatch Game is harder than that. Snatch Game is like, not easy. And I, I think that, like, yeah, it was a failure, but guess what? That's because it was fucking hard. Like, you have to have the right cast to pull off a Snatch game. I did this article for Decider, and I basically said, like, the challenge is, like, a challenge within a challenge. Like, like how can the cast have an iconic Snatch game? Yeah, I'll- And, like... It, they all have to work together to have a good snatch game it's the banter it's the funny answers it's like the right character choices like there's such a an equation that happens like in my season it was like Jimbo as Joan Rivers Lemon as Jojo Siwa um Alona Verley as a, one of the cock destroyers and then like uh, Rita Bega was that French woman Bobo was Liza it was like all these incredible yep. iconic characters and all of them were working with each other and bantering off each other but like I feel like the death of SNATCH game to kind of touch on the the name of your last video it comes from a lot of queens forgetting they have to work together to make the host laugh.
3: Wow. Yeah, I god. <clears throat> Obviously check out my video if you want to hear all of my thoughts. I've so many. That 15 minute video was cut from like 30 minutes. Um what you talked about the cast synergy and that equation working is so important because it either has to be really good or I think really bad. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, people always talk about like in season four, where the bottom part of the panel was just being completely crazy with Snooki, uh, Jiggly as Snooki, smush, mushing everybody, Kenya Michaels passing out. I mean, all of that insanity. Yet people remember it and people talk about it and people enjoy that kind of bad cringy factor but on the other hand there also was uh sharon and chad giving excellent performances and even willem as jessica simpson giving a pretty good performance and they all played well together um it it is such a weird challenge when you really (laughs) start to break it down because like you're not being asked really to do drag like you're being asked to be a superstar, and then also like be a, su- yeah, be a superstar like with other Impossible. people. Yeah, like they're like, yeah. be famous, make me laugh, and then I, I don't. It's yeah, it's wild. So kudos to anyone that has ever had to do Snatch Game, you know. And and watching people even not have great performances on Snatch Game, you know, I still have so much respect for even doing that because it's so crazy.
0: I find it funny that you just pointed to me when you said that, but anyways, we'll move on. My snatch game was just fine. Thank you very much. It was. It was something. Also, the it was something. But what's funny is that it's so forgettable because it was the lip sync that that episode with Kiara that really like took over. The the the, the even I still watch that that lip sync and I'm like, I can't believe that that was me.
3: Let me ask you a question about um, just to come back to snatch game real quick. Do you think, because you said it has to be, like, the uh, right queens. What do you think is the right queen, having been in the process?
0: A prepared queen. Like, Lemon and Jimbo and Rita and Bobo were practicing their snatch games in the workroom before we went out. They were so prepared that they were ready to, they were, they were, they already kind of, like, knocked the nerves off, like they knew what they were gonna gonna do. So anything improv-y with like the banter between the queens, you know, all that stuff was like added sauce on it. The ones who didn't practice were the ones who failed. Myself, Kiara, we didn't say one lick of our impression in the workroom. So I would say like a prepared queen because it's sold to us as an improv challenge, but it ain't.
3: How do you think that that plays into someone who is like Willow or Bosco? Because I would consider both of those queens from what I've seen, I don't know them, Uh, they look very smart and very rehearsed and they look very good at doing smart and rehearsed things, but Mm -hmm. they seem to have not done so great on snatch game
0: Mm -hmm. because I think that's why that's wise because it was sold to us as an improv challenge. Like we think we have to make it up all on the spot. Do you,
3: do you think, so you think that this season didn't like practice enough?
0: I would say so. Do you, you don't think so
3: i don't know i mean i really don't how, I, I how would
0: you prepare for such yeah
3: i mean i can't speak to like how much they practiced obviously um mm.
0: or joseph joseph just piped piped in because he never shuts up i think it is because they try to be too much like their character so there's too much realism infused to their character not like the caricature version of their character
3: I I think there is, I I agree with that. And then I also think that there is a certain element from what I've seen of like trying to make RuPaul laugh and trying to understand RuPaul's brand of comedy and what he thinks makes good TV. See, it gets confusing. Yeah, because, you know, he just doesn't know some of the more modern references. And then he also is not a huge fan from what I've seen of humor that has like, intricate layers in situations like this it's more like pee pee poo poo fist me uh put on your fisting gloves like that's <laughs> like that's how it make group all laugh pee
0: pee poo poo and fist me he probably would have cackled at that and then put your fisting gloves on like after the fact
3: maybe yeah,
0: what's sure. your process?
3: <laughs> what's your process like?
0: <laughs> all right, so another topic that has a lot of mixed reviews and a mixed response is um, uh, the format of all stars. So after watching UK versus the world, what are your thoughts on changing the elimination format?
3: Wow. just for all stars or is this play into the golden ticket for this season too or is that a separate topic? That's a whole other a whole other separate. Topic. Okay, all stars i love the lipstick eliminations but i was so mad when they announced queens of the universe with no prize money because i think that was supposed to be the whole incentive of why you would play cutthroat to win right because you want yeah for money like well not only the title but the crown because you've seen getting the crown is amazing and it's great but it, it, you don't necessarily, I think, now with drag race, have to get that crown to have some of the same opportunities. Uh, I agree.
0: It, yeah, you're you're a winner no matter how you place, really. Yeah,
3: I think the queens that are willing to like work hard and, and run a business, frankly, are can be successful. You know, you've done such an excellent mm-hmm. job. Just like looking at you online, from I don't know, I, quick compliment your little music video cinematic universe that has been built up i love your music videos so fucking good thank you thank you. Um, but yeah a lot of hard work they part. are but yeah back to the eliminations i don't actually want to see them get rid of the lipstick eliminations by the queens um if they can always guarantee a big prize pot i think another good change maybe if the eliminated queens voted every time like all of them mm-hmm. and not just the two lips thinking but then they would have to change the lip sync format
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, what to to push forward a little bit is I in this decider um, interview uh, talked about the the lip sync assassins how they bring like kind of like another contestant back from like another season and they're like you know super fresh and then they get to like lip sync against somebody. I said like I love it because it shakes up the competition to have a girl who has had eight hours of sleep, a smoothie, maybe a shot of tequila to come in and be the bitch for one lip sync. I love it. Do you think, do you love seeing that? Or do you, are you kind of like, why is this assassin back and makes no sense?
3: So on one hand, I love seeing the Queens come back in lip sync. Uh, you know, watching Laganja come back to the stage and just absolutely tear it the fuck up on this past uh, All-Star six was awesome. Mm-hmm. On the- That like restarted her whole career. She really deserves everything. I She's so great. But I personally think that it is a cooler and better format to have the top two queens lip sync against each other because it does bring back that element of like, aren't we supposed to be playing cutthroat? Like what is the true incentive of winning if not for getting the cash and then sending a bitch home who is going to like potentially take away your prize? Mm -hmm. So that's what I like. I like the drama. And I think that UK versus the world is going to go down as one of the best seasons in retrospect regardless of how crazy the drama was and how gaggy the eliminations were because the tv was so good i agree the tv
0: was putting the t in tv (laughs)
3: um (laughs) mama she was giving us the (laughs) lgbtv
0: i'm obsessed okay well thank you so much for being here and chatting up with me um Before you go, you are the the spiller of all teas, so uh, you get to ask me one question, um, and I'll answer it. It could be about my life, it could be about Drag Race, it could be about behind the scenes of Drag Race, whatever you want, you can ask me, and I will answer for you. As you think about it, lean back in the chair and really just like thinking about it.
3: Um, Wow, I wish I had been prepared to ask you a question. See what I mean? Like he just comes out of nowhere. God, I, like I I really didn't even mean. know he was still on this thing. I thought he was gone. He just snuck right in there. You can run, but you can't hide. Um, who do you think should have won UK versus the world?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just if if you're watching the video feed, uh, I was just completely shocked. <laughs> um, I think. That <laughs> I think
3: that did I just oh lose her? Gosh. Did she just cut the camera? No. Uh, uh, oh, am I frozen?
0: No, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. No, no, that that was that was, that was great timing. Wait, wait you didn't um, do that on
3: purpose. No.
0: What? <laughs> you literally
3: leaned into the microphone and it froze. Exactly. <sighs>
0: um I would say that I um fuck this is tough because like I personally think that like everything that had happened up until the finale episode was meant to happen like like I know I'm making a long answer that could just be a short answer but I just need to explain myself um like Lemon going home first was the best thing to happen in the world of television And for her career, because it just skyrocketed her to for people to see that star that she is like Jimbo going home felt wrong because I was like, why is the top the front runner going home? I actually truly feel like Jimbo could have won that season. And I'm not just saying that because that's my Canadian sister, because I actually think Jimbo's annoying. But (laughs) um, (laughs) Jimbo knows that. And um, but if we're looking at the top two and who was actually crowned, I don't know. I felt like Blue was a winner, but I didn't feel like she was like the winner of this season. But then it but then looking back it did. It's it's hard. It changes every day. Cuz I love Blue too, but I love Mo too, and I think if Mo won, it would have also made sense too. Both
3: of So I guess I don't Both of them. I don't know,
0: sense, yeah. it's hard. It's hard. I think like I I would say like 80% of the internet thought that Mo was going to win. Yep.
3: That's what I thought. I so I was I, fully I was fully watching like oh this is a great setup for Mo like she is one hundred percent going to win and then blue one and I was like oh yeah that makes sense too
0: yeah I feel it's very that I feel it's very that and I wonder what like if we were like to like dive into like the psychological behind it all like I wonder why the producers edited the show that right. way or if if that was intentional because like i come from tv background so it's all storyboarded right. out like it's not just like slapped together so it's like how did they why do why did we in the end think that she was going to win right and was that strategic to have a shocking winner
3: Mo's storyline was like quiet calm collected like like ca- like just very casual like slay 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 but not over the top and then just all of a sudden the the episode before the finale I think is what made us all be like oh my god she's the winner when she put that verse uh, in the bitch track the hometown mm-hmm.
0: track yeah she had like kind of like a like a rising star moment right, right there the end, yeah. which made us all seem like she's gonna win we don't make the rules we just watch I just watch we just you watch. actually we did just, it oh I. I did it. It was great. It was How impressive. was that, by the way? 10 out, <laughs> 10 out of 10 would recommend. It was fucking cold. Um, I'm very thankful that I was a part of the first season, not the second, and now the third. Um, I, Why do you say that? It was so fun. Because I'm the Kelly Clarkson of Canada now. T. Since you've been gone. Since you've been
3: gone. Oh, I've been here. Waiting.
0: But I need, to, I need to release, like, a movie. Like, remember From Justin to Kelly, that movie? No, what is that? <gasps> she released – Kelly Clarkson she has, has a, movie? a movie with the Justin Guarini, who plays second.
3: No. In American Idol. Wait. How old are you? I'm 28.
0: Oh, yeah, you should know from Justin to Kelly. I mean, I know
3: Kelly Clarkson, but I watched that, that season. I, like, you know, I watched several scenes of American Idol, actually, but I don't know anything about that movie. Well you're fake. You're fake. I never claimed to be a... f you're fake. What does she call her fans? Fake. Oh. What does she call oh. her? Oh, oh. Well now who's fake? Uh, her little she... Kelly's. Her little Clarksons. Oh fuck, I failed. I said oh, to try to call me out. No ma'am. Whatever. <laughs>
0: No, ma'am. Anyways, what makes you the expert? I'm joking. Okay, so I, um, I, I love you. I think you're great. Thank you for joining me on my pod today. We talked for so long. I'm obsessed with you. You're so cool. Um, thank
3: you, Pri. I am so obsessed with you and I have so much respect and love for you. And uh, thank you for being amazing and having me here. The things I do for you, wow. honestly. Wow. The, the, the all, doors you opened. This
0: is all a ruse. This is all the doors I open. This is all just a plan so you don't talk shit about me in the future. The
3: Zoom entry doorways that you opened.
0: <laughs> 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 Fucking Zoom. If I could just not. i
3: just going I actually let, like Zoom.
0: Um, anyways. Uh, okay. I love you. Do you want to plug anything before you
3: go? Um, plug y'all know you know where you can find me. YouTube.com slash Bussy Queen, or type it in the search bar. All my links are linked through there, so you can get to my Instagram, my Patreon, my OnlyFans. You can see it all. Do you have an OnlyFans?
0: Yeah. Like, with your penis out?
3: That's a secret.
0: Yeah, it's there. How did I not know this? I don't know. This was not in the research package, Joseph Shepard. Yeah, it's there so wait let's let's take wait can we talk about your (laughs) OnlyFans okay wait we're gonna take a quick break and I have to keep (laughs) going. the show be right back Welcome back to Famous This Week I have my very special guest Bussy Queen here Who I was just about to let you go Into the abyss of YouTube And uh, you said that you have an OnlyFans
3: Yeah, wow That could...
0: Okay, this is something that I wanted to talk to so so many people about um, So I'm happy that you Okay, oh my god I. Okay, I'm so excited to ask these <laughs> questions Because this is Because cause... Cause an OnlyFans is something that not a lot of people understand, right? Like a lot of a lot of us people born in the '90s have like weird brain wiring where we're kind of used to thinking that like showing your titty is bad, or like, you know, be this certain way so you don't disappoint your parents, or like, you know, like only like white families in America are the perfect family. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like growing up, growing up with pop stars are like white blonde pop stars. We think that like, that's what's sexy. So like bringing it to somebody who is like around my age and like, who's like, you know, very like comfortable with who who you are, very excitable, very inspirational. You just revealed to me and I'm not, it's not, not, this is is not a secret that you have an OnlyFans and I asked you if you're a dicks on there. You said yes. So what I want to know is like, do you feel like like empowered uh, that you get yeah. to just be a hot bitch?
3: <laughs> the great, the crazy thing about it is, I know that I'm not some like you know traditionally whatever you know sexy GQ model guy or anything, but I think that's the beauty of a platform like OnlyFans because it allows the average person to do stuff like that that ultimately does feel empowering in a lot of ways. Um, But also, let me clarify, I have a huge audience and the huge audience subscribes and earns me a pretty, pretty penny from that platform. So, you know, it's not something that I would recommend everybody run out and do. If you have an audience and you're interested in doing that type of uh, stuff to earn some extra cash, explore it. It's fun. I initially, when I approached, it, I was so scared. I was like, Oh my God. Okay. Maybe it'll just be like underwear photos. Like, Oh my God, I'm so shy. And you know, you slowly desensitize yourself to it. Like you do so many things. For example, I used to think when I was a 14 year old gay discovering who I was, I thought drag was the weirdest thing I'd ever heard of.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Same, same, same.
3: Why are these dudes putting wigs on? Like that's what I was thinking. Like, this is so weird. And eventually I was like, Oh, cool. Great. Love it. And that process i think happens with so many things in life but it's something that happens to me over time with that platform and it got you know a little round cheer and a little round here and you know now it's just a fun time i never thought that i would be uploading you know nude content to the internet ever but i just don't care anymore that's so iconic. I just don't. I, I so, just don't I'm care. I'm so obsessed. <laughs> I just
0: so like whenever I t- I think about like my projects and stuff, I'm always like, what are my goals? Like, why do I want to do this? Like, is your goal? Is it more of a money maker thing for you, or is it? Or is it a bit of money, a bit of like self expression, a bit of art? Like, do you feel like there's a true art in what you're posting on your OnlyFans?
3: Oh wow. In a way, maybe. And another thing that I've realized, and maybe this is what I use to justify it to myself, was. When I look back 10, 20 years from now, whatever it is that I'm doing, I'm not going to be upset that I took photos and videos of myself that I thought were hot and sexy and put them on the internet to earn some cash. Like, I'm going to be happy that I have an archive of my beautiful, you know, mid-20s body to look back on, honestly. And I originally started it because, A... I was always just super interested in doing something like that. I don't know; it always turned me on. And B, I, I saw ooh a way to make money. And not that that's the end all be all of everything, but in the beginning, uh, I you know my channel wasn't as successful as it is now, and I wasn't you know getting this or that sponsorship for videos. And I was looking for a way to make sure that I could be really self sustainable and mm-hmm. it helped a lot to get to that point. So yeah.
0: Iconic. So proud of you. You're such a hustler and I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, last question before we wrap this podcast up is do you does people in your life know you have it? Like I often wonder what what they like cuz like Lemons uh friend uh, Christian has um, like an OnlyFans. He's like basically his full time job is being like a porn star with his boyfriend, and it's amazing, and their content's awesome. great. And um, but I remember like Lemon being like, yeah, like whatever I told, whatever I tell people what my friends do, they're all like, what? <laughs> so uh, like what like you have kind of like a double a double life in a way, but not like oh yeah, I do these like. I have this YouTube channel, it's very successful, and I have OnlyFans, like, do you include it in your one-liner about yourself when you're it's, talking it's to It's not
3: something that I would, like, shake someone's hand and say, uh, mm. but it is something that I openly advertise on my platforms. Like, I regularly will do YouTube community posts and be like, yo, DM me on Instagram for my OnlyFans link. So, it's definitely not a secret to anybody, and... You know i i don't know it just it's there and if people want to see it it's there i love it so much i think it's so cool
0: i'm obsessed obsessed with the process no qualms here no no bad n- news here um i'm sure joseph Shepard's gonna be sliding into your dms for the link after this so.
3: from what i've heard he's already had the link ah!
0: Well, that's it for Famous This Week. I'm Priyanka. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast, Famous This Week, wherever you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to leave the pod a review and a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher to keep up with things I talk about on the pod. Oh, my God. go go, follow at Forever Dog Team and at Mom Podcast on Instagram and while you're at it give me a follow too if you haven't already at the Queen Priyanka I'll be back next week talking about something else about something else about to someone else I have to go and like, get hey, a good night nap okay bye forever To listen to Famous This Week ad-free and one day early Sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcasts.plus That's mompodcasts.plus Famous This Week is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom Hosted by me, Priyanka Produced by Joseph Shepard Editing and sound design by Will Pitts Executive produced by Big Dipper Willem Belli Alaska Thunderfuck Brett Boehm Joe Celio And Alex Ramsey